Now, before you say anything, you've started off the last few pods, you know, with your gloating at times, uh, your, oh, we're superior, look at us, we're promoted to the Premier League. So I want to start this pod off by saying that in the words of the Rolling Stones, you don't always get what you want, but sometimes you just get those moments where your pride is restored. You don't always get the three points. You don't always get the victory. But Blackburn Rovers are on their way back. And I got a lot of satisfaction. I, I see what you did there. That is the Rolling Stones, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Right, yeah. hit the theme tune. That's a great, that's that's a great was, intro. That worked quite That well, wasn't even it? planned. No. El Lan Classico podcast with pickles and gravy. Half of you will hate half of it. It's actually, I can't get no satisfaction. Ah, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, I yeah. Can't get no. I can't get no right. satisfaction. Right, does it still work? Uh, well, yeah, well, well it's, it's, I, I'm trying to think of other Rolling Stone references now and I really can't we, think. Mm, yeah. They're not really my bag, but... Anyway, um, another song that came to mind uh, this week for me was We Are Family. Right. I got on my... Yeah, that. Uh, after the social media team. You love that. That's, that's the one... That's Honestly. the only thing you've got to hold on yes, to. Yes, it is. That one after tweet. The, after the dejection of the other night, losing yet another uh, Elan Classico, Burnley's media team putting out that one big family tweet was just absolutely yeah. brilliant. I can't believe yeah. that they didn't... It's childish, don't get me wrong. It's utterly childish from my point of view. But there must, it's like us putting out something going, look at these, you know, feeling a bit hoarse today or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, it's the go-to smear against Burnley. But anyway, to you, social media exec at Burnley, probably don't deserve this because you're probably on about 18k a year and you work 70-hour weeks. I've been there. Don't worry, my friend. You'll pick yourself up after that one. We won the derby. Oh, I, I know we we did, won the yeah. league at Ewood. Look, just let me have Let's this one just, little come thing. come on. Um, so this is the reaction pod, um, not quite as immediate as the last one. So uh, maybe we'll have a little less gloating from yourself. But it was a, but if you time. can't gloat after beating Rovers three nil, yeah, what else can I gloat about? Yeah, and we were and we terrible. won the league. He would. There's yeah. going to be a little bit of that. No, but that's fair it enough. was a very different game. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. To what the a... one in November, it was a very different sort of fixture. What a difference four four five months makes. It really does. Yeah, go on then, what's your take on the game? Um, I think, uh, oh, do I think we were robbed? No. Um, oh. Probably unlike a lot of Rover supporters, there's a few incidents that we're probably going to get to that obviously we probably should have had. On the whole course of the game, you know, did we really deserve to, to you know, to, to win? I, I, I don't know. I think we played as good as we were ever going to play. We had nothing left. That was it. There was nothing more to come from us in that game. And that was my feeling watching the yeah. game. Throughout, I was thinking, this is quite possibly the best Rovers have played all season. That's what. That's the impression I got. Whereas, Burnley, we had Teller missing. We had Jordan Bayer missing. Mm. Um, so, a few players missing. And we were still sort of first gear, second gear. Yeah. Until the subs came on. Corkin yeah. for beds came on. And, and it was... Uh, yeah, we we had some big performances from players, but unfortunately, those players just don't have the quality to really go to the next level in the game. Yeah. So we, you know, this is why I don't say do we really, in terms of effort, did we deserve something? Absolutely. 
probably a draw. But in terms of, you know, were we robbed or whatever, blah, 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 we just didn't have anything in the box. We didn't have a striker to try and get enough shots on goal. You know, it wasn't like we were peppering your goal with shots or anything like that. Well, you won't be surprised that I've watched the highlights back a lot. (laughs) This morning, knowing we were doing the pod today, I've watched it back back from a Rovers perspective. I really have. How many times have you watched it back? Oh, it's... We in double figures? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All the all the footage is it's, there's some class content. And you call me sad. Um, but I was looking at it from a bit of a Rovers perspective, mm-hmm. and looking at the chances that were created from all of Rovers' good work. Mm. There's not many. No. There's there's uh, the the Sammy Schmodix kind of flick at the front post. Yes. That, oh, yeah, I that was he, he barely got. You know, it wasn't it wasn't much contact. But yeah. It was a good move. Good cross. There's. Uh, the header from Rankin Costello in the first half. Of course, yeah. That flashed wide. Mm-hmm. There's what I think is your best chance, the Dom Hyam volley on the edge of the box. Not too unlike Scott Arfield's goal at the other end. Of no, it's okay, yes. Thanks he very did, much for he's, that. He's stretching, for, he's a centre-half, having yeah. effort on goal. Yeah. So it's a bit clumsy. Stretching, and in the end it just loops, and it's, and it's an easy save for Murich. The... But I thought that was possibly your your. Best chance. The best chance, I think, came to Tyrese Dolan, but it should have gone to gone Dom Hyam. Yes, I agree. But actually. that wasn't the- Tyrese Dolan's fault. Everyone piles on Tyrese Dolan sometimes, and he is a bit annoying sometimes when he's doing all his flicks and stuff like that. But he was playing up front, and if the ball comes to you in that situation, you're just going to try and get of something in goal. But, I'm not but really- Dom Hyam should have said, "Leave it." Yeah, I'm not really counting that because in the end, it wasn't. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. There was, that there great was no chance. save to yeah. Murich to make. Really, yeah, yeah. he came and collected it. Do you know what I realise as well? He's a big boy, Murich, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's, How yeah. tall is he? He's a monster. I didn't really realise. Because I sort of associate him when you've been saying he plays out from the back and stuff like that. How tall is that lad? Because there was the free kick. And me, I watched it with my brother-in-law. We're in the Blackburn end. And we both just said, don't shoot. Because he's... Where are you going to go? Where's he not reaching that ball? And early in the season, <laughs> Burnley fans were a bit aghast when he wasn't as dominant in the air. Yeah. As, 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 as you assume someone of that stature can be. Yeah. But as mm. the season's gone on, yeah, especially in that Rovers game, some of his catching was almost Pope-esque. Because mm. uh, Nick Pope, that's a huge trait of his game. Thank you for thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I thought there was some sort of um, some <laughs> PayPal reference there. Not not PayPal as in the oh. uh, papal 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 right the Catholicism. That, that, I thought you would sort of. There was know. no white smoke on this occasion. No, <laughs> uh, and there weren't as many white flags no. for Rovers as there no, were no. in November. Thank God. There was there was more two Rovers this this game around, and uh, the the press was better. Sammy Smodix at some point was having a go at Brereton Diaz because yeah. Smodix was doing all oh, the running and yeah. Brereton Diaz was doing nothing. That's what it, I, I, I'm not convinced by him at all. No, I've, he's I've, well. He's the the best thing you can say about him is uh, he's no longer Ben Brereton Diaz. He's Ben Brereton again. Oh, is that is he? Yeah, right. it, absolutely garbage. I've I've never garbage read and re- I, I'm always guarded to say when players are lazy and that sort of thing because you tend to find that the people who shout that at games are the fat blokes sat behind you who have never played a game of football in their life. Oh, just on that because they expect people to be able to run. You know, thirty mile an hour after a just nothing on that. ball. We'll come back to that. Remember that. Pop a pin in it. Okay, that's what people say. Okay, a, a that's pin, just, just reminded me of my, one of my favourite things at football matches. Okay, go on. Bold men, yes, having a go at bold players, <laughs> or, 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 a, or a bold referee. It is my favourite thing. You bold, and you look back. Who sh- shouted it? <laughs> he hadn't had air since he were twenty seven. <laughs> and also when when. Uh, when you hear, you know, we can see you sneaking out or time to go, time to go, yeah. by fans 
on the steps leaving. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favourite. Yeah. Time to go, and they're on their way out themselves. Yeah, that's Love like... Love it. Yeah, Rovers fans that. doing that from the bottom of the riverside when you just see them piling out down that gutter. Oh, the bottom uh, of the riverside. I've got something to say about the riverside. Oh, okay. It's my least favourite stand in football. What? Yeah, I just don't like it. And I, I, I forget about the riverside until yeah. we play you Yeah, lot. you get that. And, and you get that view, don't you? What a crap stand. Well, you don't get the view anymore because the, 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 when I first started working for the club, the TV gantry moved and it caused all sorts of havoc for poor old Neil Yardley, just the commentary and that sort of thing because you imagine you do it so many years and it flips. Yeah. So you're still... And he's still commentating from the Jack Walker stand. Right. So he's having to call the action the opposite way Wait, than it's oh, actually happening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying that, isn't it? Yeah, I just... I just what? Th- why? No, because, because I just associate that stand, that view, yeah. with... with Oh, right, with okay, the yeah, derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see all the, because how it's organised, well, that stand, yeah. all the fans leave by coming down the, what's the word for that? Yeah, they, they come they, down the front they, of the, yeah, I don't even the know front what of the stand, don't they, and walk. So, yeah. so I just, I just, you know, Do just you know, don't like it. Honestly, that's something that Rovers and Burnley had in common for quite a while, because your TV position shows your crap stand. Uh, yeah, and the beautiful view. Yeah, the, the, yes, it, it's a very nice it's view. The best view in football. Uh, the, yes, the long, long side. The camera's from the long side. Yes, looking down. Oh, at the sorry, the long side's the, the big looking one. Looking yeah. at the always made that mistake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't, you know, it sort of oh, makes yeah, it worse. There's a similarity there. Yeah, yeah. Like ours for years showed the worst stand in the ground. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Wow, we got that pin. Off a tangent. Pick um, up that pin. What was the pen? Ben Berenton DRs. Yeah. Oh yeah, when um, people call people lazy, lazy and that yeah, sort of thing because yeah, yeah. they're not passing up. But he was, he has now for consecutive games been unbelievably lazy. And it makes it even worse when you see how much effort Tyrese Dolan put in in that game yeah. as well. And Schmodix. I keep mentioning him, but I, I quite like it. He's a very good I just, player. He's got, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, he's dynamic. He's a limited player, yeah. I think, with what he can do and what he... But, it's a good oh, finisher, you know. All right. Yeah, he's got a few anti recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Center. Yeah, he's, he's quite a good finisher. Yeah, really like Sam Smodix. There's nothing really to dislike about him. But yeah, the, the sooner we have are now, uh, finally sort of, I don't want to say rid, but of the distraction of Ben Brereton and Diaz, it feels like. Um, the better. With that, I think the the Burnley game was the first time as well where I have now also eventually accepted that it's time for Bradley Dack to move on. He came on and was just basically, <laughs> he looked like a pub player. And I really hate to say this because I like him and I feel so much affection towards him when uh, when I was working in the media team. I was one of the first people to meet him when he came to the club. I remember thinking, this lad's like really great, bubbly, everything like that. Uh, he's a, he will go down as a cult hero, cult hero. You know, not, not we're not going in legend, you know, territory here. But, um, but he came on, and you were just like, blooming heck, he's trudging around the pitch here. Blackman you know. brought on Bradley Dack. Mm. Burnley brought on Manuel Benson. Well, there you go. Yeah, and look up, look at what Benson pulled out of the bag. I mean, four beds has been doing that all season. Sorry, four beds. That is an unbelievably good nickname. He's been doing it all Is that season. yours, or is that generally it's a, accepted? It's, I, I didn't invent it. Oh, right, okay. But Burnley fans have been calling him, you know, not... That's fantastic. Know, sometimes... Aren't they an Accrington brand, Benson for beds? Oh, it's just I a great... It's, if, if you've got a player called Benson, yeah. you've got to call him four beds. Yeah, well, I'm saying yeah. he's Lancashire brand, yeah. yeah. I'm fairly certain he's based in Accrington, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Hmm. Yeah, getting back, back to Burnley slightly. Hmm. Um, we played a bit differently, I suppose. We went longer. Uh, yes, the, the the options for Taylor and um, Alder Keel. We'll get to Alder Keel in a moment, but the two options, the options for the two centre halves from midfield, there wasn't as much. No, 
Rovers cut off the lines a bit, so we, we did go a bit longer. Yeah. Uh, and then also we had Taylor playing at left centre half, and he's not as good on the ball as Harwood Bellis is, as yeah. Bayer is, as Aldekiel is. Yeah. So our game was a little bit different, but we stayed in it. Uh, and then the subs came on. Cork and Benson changed the game. Mm. Cork coming on, I think he should have started. I'm always more confident when we've got a midfield three of Brownhill. Cullen and Cork. And yeah. We haven't had that recently. We've changed it about a bit. But when Cullen, uh, when Cork came on, it freed Cullen up, and he got on the ball a bit more. Yeah. His passing's phenomenal. So I've said phenomenal again. That's all I seem to say in these podcasts. <laughs> I've <have laughs> noticed that. Um, if I could be bothered, I'd go back through and just clip off every time you said phenomenal. Like, phenomenal, 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 phenomenal. It's been that sort of season. What can I say? <laughs> um, so and Cork obviously put in a couple of. Meaty challenges. Tasty tackles. Yeah, but it changed the game. And it was Cork who um, won the ball, or it might have been Cullen. Off, um, off Carter. Carter yeah. But it was definitely Cork who spread the ball out to, yeah. to Benson and then the rest is, is history. Yeah. The rest is legend. Um, it, the game really changed then. I think they came on at, 60, at 57 minutes and the goal was scored on 66. Yeah. I want to make sure we cover everything because there's loads there's to loads. go off just there as well. Like yeah. you know, what what? How could we have stopped the goal and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, well, Benson had already already got in a, a position before the goal. I yes, think, he had. Yeah, where, where he was pulled back by Travers. Yeah, so he'd already sort of. What do you call him, Travers? What's he called? Travis. Lewis Travis. Oh, I don't know. I don't Travers. Care. I don't care. Who's Travers? What's that know. from? It's a travesty. Anyway. I tell you that much. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it would have been a soft penalty, but I think it's a penalty. Yeah. When he when he pulled Benson back, so that might have been before, after the goal, before the goal. Anyway, there was a few instances. Benson changed the game down that side. Well, let's go for incidences then yeah. during the game. Let's just get them out of the way. Yeah. Um, so the first one that I, I, we were just when you when you turned up to the Elan Classico Studios here yeah. uh, at a top secret location yeah. in East Lancashire, yeah. uh, we 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 were just discussing them, and one I thought was um, it happened right in front of me at the Blackburn end was one of those where you've seen them given, but um, equally fair play to him, and I can't believe I'm saying fair play to this player. Because uh, I, you know, um, it was Ashley Barnes, and I can't remember who stuck his foot out. Must have been Travis or Rankin Costello. I think it might be Rankin Costello or someone. No, it was Adam Wharton. Adam Wharton, yeah, stuck his foot out in the box, and the foot was there. Barnes did go over dramatically, and he did this kind of thing. But you were there going from someone else's viewpoint that could have been bad. And then to be fair, Ashley Barnes just sort of got up and he was like, "I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna it, scream it was and sort shout." Of, it was sort of a semi-dive yeah sort of thing, yeah it was it? yeah you know it, it would the have been, foot was there to fall it would over. have been a soft pen definitely yeah. and yeah. i could see why rovers fans would be apoplectic especially because yeah. it's barnes which yeah. then leads us oh. on to probably the handball the handball so, so two big incidents for it was barnes, a handball really. we saw it right in front of us it was a handball yeah, it, it was, was a handball it was um, but I, I, I recently being a football fan i've tried not to get too caught up in those sorts of decisions hey that was a trickiest decision i'm not quite sure where the referee would have been well, i guess the linesman should have seen it but anyway you know, again, did we do enough to really come out of that game with a win blocked, or anything? The linesman is blocked from the whoever the Rovers player crosses it in. Right. You watch it back. Yeah. It is even on the footage, you don't see the ball hitting his his arm. Yeah. But he he, he does hit his arm. Yeah. But you don't see it because he's slightly blocked by the by the the guy who's just crossed it in. Yeah. You wonder how long it's going to be until Vars in the champ, I think championship. It's is it being spoken? About yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. If not, yeah, it, it, you know that would have just been but, know, interesting, but. Rovers have had their fair share of luck down the years. They've done offside. Oh, yeah. The Olsen, <laughs> the, well the Olsen dive. The, 
Jensen was fouled for Roque Santa Cruz. Franco Di Santo. Franco Di Santo's header. Yeah. Um, and who was the guy who pulled back the Burnley player on the halfway line? Oh, Lee Williamson. There we go. Yeah, but he got his comeuppance, though. Oh, did he get, did he get sent off? Yeah, he got sent off. All oh, right, oh, ignore, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. ignore that one. Ignore that one. Oh, God, that would have been a travesty but, if he hadn't got sent right, off there. But, but there's been plenty, you know, there's been plenty of... T- Rovers have, have, have had luck and uh, yeah, you know, it, it, but like, like I say, you can't just go through going, oh, we got this decision, we got this. then then we would have won. Like if you're so on top in a game, you'll win anyway. I always think sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's a bit ridiculous, but yeah, I didn't come away feeling a massive sense of injustice. No. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but uh, there was the Jack Cork, um, really meaty one on Dolan. Yeah. When just stadium, like just like Barnes, Dolan didn't go down. For yeah, that tackle. That's what we said. Yeah, my brother-in-law next to me, he goes, oh. Dolan's done him a favour there. If Dolan had like flipped or you know what I mean, done that ah! rolled rolled around, yeah. yeah. They uh, do you have, you, they always do that big scream, don't they? I'm going to go out with my friend. And this is this is how you get someone sent off, right? Someone's coming in and they leave the floor ever so slightly and just go. Ah! Yep. And you know you can always just hear it, can't you? And that, that always goes right <laughs> through a referee. Yeah. He could have been. He could. He could have. I'm trying to put put. I'm trying to get a pun into this. Okay. Like he could have been. You could have said keep keep Dolan 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 keep rolling. Because he needs to roll. It's a limp biscuit pun. (sighs) Right. I'm bad Um, than that usually. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm not. (laughs) Whether claret and blue or blue and white, we can all agree that Preston is shat. Big game. I I hate cliches. I absolutely hate cliches. But big games call for big and experienced players, and that's how you win them. Did we have any big experienced players on the pitch? No. But. Not it really. It's quite possibly the least experienced player on the pitch who dominated that first half. Yep. We, Adam Wharton. Adam Wharton. Wow. The two best players on the pitch mm. were Amin Aldekiel for Burnley mm. and Adam Wharton. Mm. And young lads. Yeah. And I thought, let's talk about let's talk about Wharton. You know, I you know, we like I like to uh, I like to give a I like he, to try and give us a Blackburn perspective, you know this. So he, I, I thought I thought I've never seen him play. Yeah. And I know Burnley fans have been talking about it as well. Wow. Mm. What a player. Yeah. What a player he is. He. Yeah. He can go to the top, can't he? Do you remember our talk with um, Kevin Hurd? Yes. Yes. If you've not listened to it, go back a few episodes. We have an interview with Kevin Hurd where he picks out John Buckley and Adam Wharton. He says it's just, yeah, different gravy. But it's so obviously good though isn't it and that that's he came into the side he played Blackpool away and all the Blackpool fans were like who the hell was that it's like a young Steven Gerrard it would, yeah potentially that's well, what that's what, he, he, the, that Burnley game was the first time where we've seen him have a bit of bite well I don't know that's actually, what impressed me the most yeah though, yeah because yeah. he's yeah. You, you can spot a good player when, when time slows down yeah. around, around them yes and he has that with the ball doesn't he yeah but also he put it about a bit. Yeah, he did. And I was did. like, oh, this lad's not scared. He, yeah, that was a really he's, good... He's obviously a Blackburn lad. He knows what it means. Oh, yeah, he's a big Rovers fan. Yeah. And he... Um, yeah, he impressed me in, in many ways. Yeah, but but like you say, time slows down when you watch him. Everything seems so easy, but it's so... It just seems so effortlessly. But it's so obvious when you watch him, which scares me, because apparently they were saying that there was 30 scouts at our last home game before watching like him. Like the Coventry game? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, and you do think like if you were a scout, my mate, I've got. If a you're a of... scout at that game, you're signing the keeper. You can't. You're signing the Coventry keeper, aren't you? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah to go up front. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you know, I imagine I've got a couple of friends who are scouts, and you can imagine they've got an assignment to go and watch a player, and they sort of trudge out of the performance, and you're trying to work out 
if they're all right or not. You try and work out, you know, oh, they put a good tackle in there. You're writing all these little bits down. You turn up as a scout and watch him, and you're just like, after five minutes, you're just like, well, there you go. I mean, you know, yes, he's absolutely great. So yeah. are you going to try and sign him? Which scares me, really, because he's got the attention of everyone. It's not like John Buckley, where he's good, but you'd have questions about whether he'd step up to the next level or whatever. Adam Wharton, he has that quality where you just go, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. We're going to spend 20 million on him because we can... And once he, he, he once he fills out... Yeah, and exactly. Stuff, he, yeah, he, that's what got, they'll do He's to got him. the touch yeah. and he's got the, 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 the vision and all that. Yeah. It's just probably physical, isn't it? I, just a bit of nous and stuff. I can't it? remotely see us ever getting more than one more season out of him if he does even stay after this. I mean, if someone comes I'd along... Just, and says, I'd dread to think where he could go, but you wouldn't be surprised if City bought him yeah. and, and, and nurtured him or whoever. You yeah. Know, he, he was that good. Yeah. He, he faded during the game. But yeah, a, but he did as, that the last as, game as well. He's, he's but... a young lad, but that's fine. And we, yeah. like I said, we changed the game. As, as, yeah, so... we, we lost our head as well. We did, we stopped playing, and, and I can't believe I'm saying that because after last time, I was like, I think we need to stop trying to be so perfect football playing. Right. But we did start hoofing it, and I was like, well, this is pointless because we've got Tyrese Dallas in front. So, right. yeah. and we stopped trying to play it through but the was, midfield. I'd say but... there was a 30 minute spell in the first half where yeah. Wharton ran the show. Yeah, and you, you're watching the game a bit of gog. It's his touch. Such a kick. Like he rides one tackle and then someone else comes in and you go, oh, he's going to lose that. And you just think, how has he just beat that next in tackle? In such a pressure cooker game like yeah. that, he was a gem. Yeah. He, really lit, he lit up Ewood Park. Yeah, he, 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 was, he was that good. I and think I've got no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, scared to admit that. He was brilliant. Yeah. But, He's not going to be around much. No, he isn't. He isn't. I really just hope he stays for next season. Just give us a season of watching that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it, we never got, we never got to see as much as Phil Jones as we would have liked to. I know he's sort mm-hmm. of a joke character now, but that is what Phil Jones was like coming through at one yeah. point, albeit, no, albeit more yeah. defensive. Yeah. Um, and obviously his career just never. Took, I still don't really get it, but. Um, but I, I just want one season. Just give us a season of watching that, you know. But. Pushing pushing Wharton all the way, though, for Man of the Match Mm. was Amin Aldekiel. And this this lad, Mm. he's a Premier League player as well. Yeah. He is... I don't know if he stood out to you watching the game. I don't know. Um, I thought he... he, he, He's uh, not played many games for us. He's not played many games full stop. Yeah. I think he's played 20-odd games. So where's where's this lad from? Baghdad-born. Right. And we signed him from... Wow. Um, the Belgian League. Right. Uh, um, in January. Okay. And he, he's, yeah. Like I said in the the last pod, company hasn't made a bad centre-half centre signing yet. Yeah. You can really spot a centre-half, uh, which comes as no surprise, it being Vincent Company. Yeah, of course, yeah. I thought Alder Keel was so composed... Especially when you consider who's next to him, Charlie mm. Taylor's a good player. He really is, and he's, he's been around. Yeah, a bit he's not, of a but he's not a centre half. Yeah. He's not a centre half in the system that company plays. Yeah. So we'll, we'll ignore that. Alder Keel was doing a lot of jobs on his own mm. in that game. He's so quick as well. Yeah. There was a moment when he, he headed it back to Murich, and it was the, it was a bit short. Oh yes, I do remember that. It, it was no bother for him. Yeah, because I was like, oh, God, we might be in here. For a centre-off, yeah. he's rapid. Yeah. He's tall. He was giving it a bit as well. Uh, what's his face? Your number 11. Ranking Costello. Ranking Costello, yeah. He had a bean. He was up for it, wasn't he? He had, yeah. he had a bean in his bonnet. <laughs> yeah. There was a bit where Alder Keel told him what for. Yeah. I just thought I just thought he was he was fantastic for us. Yeah. And it, he, he had uh, Burnley's best chance of the first half. Yeah. The flashed header. He got in front of his man at the front post. 
flashed it wide. Didn't, didn't get a great contact. Mm. But, um, yeah, I thought the two players on the pitch were Aldekiel and Morton. El Lan Clasico podcast, the world's number one podcast dedicated to the East Lancashire derby. Is it not the only podcast in the world dedicated to the East Lancashire derby? Let's talk, let's go on to the goal. Was there only oh, one goal in, yes, the, in the game? It was pretty sensational. You you knew as soon as he left his foot. Yeah. Earlier than that, hmm. we've become accustomed to Benson cutting inside, and as soon as he cuts yep. inside, it's a bit Arjen Robin esque. Yeah. My brother-in-law, right next to me, when he came on Benson, he uh, he turned to me and he says he only ever wants to do one thing. He wants to. T- Cut inside yep. and shoot, and he—he—I he, can give him credit. He literally did say that as soon as he came on, and then lo and behold, and when that ball went in, I just turned to him and just looked at him, and he was just like shaking. And it's head. three games on the trot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. He scored a similar sort of yeah, goal. Yeah. Um, he reminds me a little bit, as does Zaruri of Riyad Mahrez. I've said mm. this before. Yeah. The difference is that Riyad Mahrez can go both ways, yeah, and yeah. Riyad Mahrez is Riyad Mahrez, but. Um, Benson's been brilliant. He really has his argument for player of the season. It's yeah, a, it's a long list for Burnley this season because we've been that good, haven't we? But yeah, um, I think we put it in the last episode. I, I thought it was a bit. Um, I thought it was. It may have not made. It may have been on the cutting room floor this bit. But I, I said in the last episode when we were recording that the um, the lack of players in the Championship team of the season from Burnley was a bit ridiculous. Yeah, that was in the pod. Yeah. But listen, so shows how much but, I listen to it back. <laughs> but listening back to it, yeah. we just want to clarify: we we weren't referring to the official team of the year. Oh really? no, we were referring because that team hadn't been announced yet. Oh, we were referring to the who scored dot com one. Oh, was it? Yeah, I thought it was the EFL no, one. No, the, are you the, sure it was? Yeah, the, the EFL, EFL one. one. Tell us in it for a start. Oh right. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, damn you! But Too the goal, many the goal, teams of the, year. the goal. You knew it was coming. Harry Pickering. He's easier, easier left back, isn't he? Pickering. Yeah, yeah. You don't. But the th- I was a bit surprised that he seemed easy. But Benson makes it look easy. Pickering's not great in those situations. He's just fine. Pickering. If someone says, "Do you want a new left back?" I'd say yes. You but if someone said, "Are you absolutely desperate for a left back over a strike?" I'd go no. If that makes sense. You know what He's else was fine? Fine. Yeah. The noise. The goal made. <laughs> what is in the is in that awful crowd noise Chef's from the kiss. away? Or do you mean no, the, the ball in the hit, net? The ball hit in the net. That metallic. Oh, <laughs> what us! If you could clip that up for this episode and just play it on repeat. Oh, I, little, well, I don't. I, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think we'll get past the the rights holders beautiful. there. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I'd love to. I'd just love to I do that, it, but I just I lo- can't. I love the celebration. We'll I, I love the celebration. And you know, we'll, they'll take my house and come my on, car. Come on. Sorry, go on. I love the celebration. What was the celebration? Actually? It was just sort of quite understated to to say the mm. goal. You know, won us the league. Yeah. Closed his eyes, arms out, ran towards the Jack Walker stand, and then oh, was dear. then was dragged towards. Um, the, the, the what's what's the away end called the Darwin end? Yeah. Oh, and if if that was an understated celebration, we more than made up for it on full time. I mean, some of your fans put some serious steps in um, when that goal went in because some of them <laughs> managed to end up down the bottom left of the stand. I was like, Jesus, they come all the way from up there. Some of them, I think, flew through the air down about six seats. I was like watching them, but they were just, but it was just the odd one, so it was really obvious, which made it quite humorous at the time. It was like they just went. Well, there shouldn't have been room for them to move. Well, to well, well, yeah. Um, but the scenes at full time, 
Hashtag scenes. Well, you, you, you're cutting ahead. Wow. Cutting ahead. I we're am, t- but I'm, I'm all, it's all jumbled up. <laughs> I'm jubilant. The, the, the goal from a Rover's point of view, Hayden Carter loves to try and dribble it out from defence. Shouldn't have done it at that stage of the game and I'd, against I'd, Burnley. I'd, I'd, did he play in the... I'd never heard of him. Hayden did Carter. Did he play in the first game? Uh, There's a no. few Rovers players that I'm like, I don't know. No, he didn't play in the first game. No, no. Okay. no. He's, he's a young lad who's just... Uh, kind of been on loan at a few places at right back and they've all loved him. Um, and we probably were going to send him back out on loan, but a few injuries and what have you, and we've right. we've kept hold of him. And he's actually probably now one of our first choice centre backs. And I think he'll do fine. I think he'll grow into a decent player. Um, but he shouldn't have done that. Pickering again. He just and it's funny really. After that, he threw in the towel and he asked for a sub. No, you notice that's why he came off. And if Britain, Callum Britain, had been on a right foot at left back, who was good in the first game, he, in the first yeah, half, Callum, he was your best player. Yeah, Callum Britain kind of kept Zerori a little. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah, so, so yeah. he would have actually. It would have been better if he was on the pitch because as soon as Benson would have cut in a right foot at left back, he would have just stepped in and tackled. But... Just another another note on on the goal. Yeah, obviously watching it back many times, Benson cuts inside. And like I said, everyone in that ground knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Except for one player. The goalkeeper. No. Oh. Ian Matson. Right. Watch it back. Benson cuts inside. We all know he's going to shoot. We all know he's going to score. Ian Matson, both arms in the air. Cut it back! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pass to me! And Benson is not thinking about anything else in that moment other than slamming it into the top corner. I thought he was really poor, by the way, Matson. Matson's a funny one. Like Hedges had him. Like Hedges was quicker than him at quite a Matson's few points. Matson's yeah. a funny one. He's yeah. Do not pay thirty-five million for him. Well, it won't be thirty-five million. Well, that's what they're but, quoting. Um, it, but, yeah. Some Burnley fans have been saying he's been on the beach. A, yeah. A few weeks. You know what I mean? There's a there's a player in there. Yeah. There really is, and he's been brilliant for us in terms of both Roberts and Matson. Mm. Both both fullbacks have have been. Um, Playing inside, yeah, as almost centre uh, midfielders. So yeah, he's he's not been in the best of form as Matson. The final element from Rovers' point of view about that goal, and I, I I've defended him recently, and to be fair, I still feel like he's at the point where he hasn't made a mistake enough for Kaminsky to come back in. But Ainsley Pears has been beaten by that type of shot again, because that's how he was beaten against Sheffield United, albeit from the other side. Kind of goes with his wrong arm again. Sort of thing. Yeah, I think it was a, a very bit, good a shot. But that's what I mean. It's, but he, he has been beaten now a couple of times like that, and you sort of think ah, he looked very small in the goal when that shot takes off. Basically, it's like why are you not a little bit more on your toes and a bit further forward to try and narrow down? But yeah, harsh. But I was still like a bit ah, maybe you know you keep getting beaten like this. So Manuel Benson has has joined history now, hasn't mm. he? And uh, the footage was fantastic. And uh, obviously I wasn't there because tickets, but mm. it was uh, the, the footage that's come out of the celebrations afterwards, and it doesn't happen very often. I, I can't. I can only think of Arsenal won the league at, at Spurs. Spurs. I can't think of it. It would have happened more than that, but I can't think of many. Mm. We won the league at Ewood Park. You have won the second tier at Ewood Park, though it should be. We won the league out. at Ewood Park. The second tier. Right. It's not the league, though, is it really? You right? guys, you second guys had an open top bus and a civic reception when you came second in League One. That <laughs> <laughs> you, you in recent episodes. There wasn't. There wasn't an open top bus. You well, whatever. You you've been you've been hailing that season as some sort of miraculous second coming. <laughs> uh, actually, I really hate to. I I really really hate to do this to you, but Burnley had an open top bus parade when you got promoted from Division yeah. Two back in the mid nineties. 
They definitely did, I remember. Anyway, if you can't... If you... Ian Wright was on it and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there, I think, yeah. You jogged my memory. You walked there. into that one. I did. But, yeah, no, well, if, you like, can't, I if you can't celebrate that moment, the, the... that is a special moment. That, and it would, if it was the other way around, you would be exactly oh, the same. Absolutely. And fair play. Absolutely. The, the, the amount of things that aligned for that situation to happen are a bit ridiculous, really, isn't it? Like, yeah. the cup runs, yeah. so the game got rescheduled. Yes. And I wanted to say this on the pod as well, especially after the first 15 minutes of the game the other night, where, because I was like, you've thrown this. You've deliberately thrown all these games, yeah, so yeah. it comes to that. But actually, after the first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, actually, no, I can see you have, You are yeah. a little bit off the pace. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 It meant to be. It was meant yeah. to be, I think. Yeah. And we uh, totally soaked it up. Mm. The celebrations at the end. I know, it's just... I will just throw one thing in there, and um, you'll go, oh, this is very Twitter, but your fans were very quiet. Until the goal, very quiet. And I'm not just saying this isn't a Twitter hit thing. Everyone around me were like, they're not really, they're really nervous, aren't they? Like, they had that nervous sort of like thing going on. And Rovers fans were very good. It didn't seem that way from the telly. But they do, they, I'm not just saying this, they do pump up the away microphone. It didn't seem that way from the telly. I think what probably happened in that situation was that we were a little bit. No, I've been to away games. No, no, trust me. I've been to away games where it is like that. You like, we're not singing. I'm going around going, this is a big game, why also, are we not? And it's like, ah, yeah, because everyone's Before nervous the and... game, it's sort of... Derby games are always tense. Yeah, yeah. We wanted a party atmosphere, so if, mm. if that early goal goes in, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or if Burnley come flying out of the traps and we create yeah. a few chances, the atmosphere is a different sort of atmosphere. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't that case, was it? It was no, a, it was a no, cagey no, no. sort of first half. Burnley kept you at arm's length, I think yeah. it's fair to say, but we didn't create much of our own. Mm. We weren't our fluid, thundering best. Yeah. So I, I totally get why it may have been a bit a bit quiet, but I mean to say Burnley fans weren't good or didn't show up, I think that's a stretch. I, th- I don't. I think the it's first a half. I really, I really I was quite surprised. We out know Nay never do when you like. I know we know like you like to sing our song, as I've said on Twitter, which really got some Burnley. But I hate Twitter. I, I don't know why I do this. You love Twitter. Nah. I, as soon as I put like a tweet out that's like that and I get a load of people piling in I was like oh, I can't be bothered with this now why have I done this But um, which is why I've deleted it off my home screen but anyway when, when I, put, I put a tweet out not so long ago I said Burnley fans singing No Nay Never is, is like um, Man United fans singing You'll Never Walk Alone and it right well, it's, not. it's not it is though it is awesome but anyway um, but it was a great atmosphere to be fair and I was very concerned we, we said on the last pod didn't we that with the 2000 fan thing also a bit of lethargy, end of the season, Rovers fans sort of aware that Burnley could win the title, that sort of thing. Would it feel like a derby? And it 100% did. In the lead-up to the game, I do the fan zone out the front of the Blackburn end, and there was like, there was four processions of Rovers fans with like pyro, everything like that, which I haven't seen for years. And so everyone was, you know, really up for it in terms of Rovers fans. Everyone was singing, it was loud, prolonged through the game. And even at the final whistle when Burnley were all celebrating everything like that, Rovers fans still singing. Was 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 that really sort of uplifting in a weird? I disagree way. to an extent, okay. because and I, I'll echo, I'll paraphrase what company said in in an interview yeah. after the game. I don't think it was the sort of derby that that we could have had. It, yes, in okay, terms of in terms of half the party weren't allowed to be there. I, yeah, but you say half the party, but the, you, you, that would have been a different party because you could have won the league. So if you're comparing it to other times, other derbies. It's it's not. It would have been. It would have been bigger anyway, because you could have won the league. So your fans would have turned up on mass 
and had something to really go for. So it's almost incomparable to other derbies. Because loads of Rovers fans have shared the footage of when we played you at Turf Moor in 2013-14 and your, your stand behind the goal is like com- almost completely like empty. Like there's barely anyone in it. So there have been occasions where these derbies have only attracted... But in isolation, you know, in... Tuesday night could have been... Yeah, it could have been massive. But I still but think... It, but the, it wasn't... I, I still think the security pettiness. operation would have been mental. I, 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 I really do. And on the night, I did think this. You have people running on the pitch and everything. Can you imagine if you had that... If you had the crowd four times over... I think there were Rovers fans. One was a Rovers fan and one was a Burnley right. fan, right. yeah. Um, if you had that four times over, then it would have, you know, the, the amount of containment the the, the, the police well, would have had to do... Yeah, we can disagree. I don't, I don't think the decision was down I, to I security. Think, I, well, I, I don't know. I think they should have had double. So it should have been 4,000. And I tell you, I tell you it should why... have been 4,000. You should have had the whole bottom of the Darwin end. And that, that you felt like, oh, that would have been manageable. I tell you why I don't think... It, I tell you why I don't think it was down to security. Go on. Because the 2,000 Burnley fans that were given tickets... Yeah. They were situated in a position of that lower tier. Mm. Quite deliberately to block them off any footage on the TV. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So that but was petty. Well, that's where we... That's... Right, it, that that's got. That's a, where we started. It's not a big fans. deal. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But the, it, just when you're watching it, or or any of the footage, yeah, yeah, any yeah, of the yeah. highlights, it looks like there's no Burnley fans there at well, all. You want to be thankful because, because until in that bottom corner, until so it's um, petty. until about um, just well, let's just say the beginning of this season, all away fans were in the top tier. Right. Don't matter who you were, yeah, you yeah. all went in the top tier. So it could have been worse. Yeah, fair. <laughs> The El Lan Classico podcast with pickles and gravy. Anyway, um, Burnley have, have, have done the double, so... You've done the double you know, in there's, the only, there's only so far we can, so is, much we can I, talk about I hate about to pull out the stats, but that's now nine undefeated in the derby. Rovers' is 35 years was, I think, was it 12 or 11 or 12? I've got it. I've got it here. It's 11 or 12 fixtures, I think, wasn't it? I've got it written here. So, okay. so it was 11, yeah. 11, yeah. It was 11. We're nine unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Um, in obviously a much shorter time time frame as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the games happen yeah. more. I've but got... then obviously, you know, the gap between us was significant for quite a while uh, during that. So play games. Yes, go on. Wasn't expecting a game in this. Right. What's the next name in this list? Okay. Manuel Benson, Anas Saruri. Okay. Ashley Barnes. Okay, these are goal scorers. Robbie Brady, Jack Cork, mm-hmm. Andre Gray, Scott Arfield. Yeah. Danny Ings. Jason Shackle. Junior Stanislas? No. Have you said Junior Stanislas? No. Robbie Blake? No. No, that was used before. This is goal scorers for Burnley, isn't Don't it? Don't the names last... again? Yeah, go on. Benson, mm-hmm. Zaruri, Barnes, Brady, Cork, Gray, Arfield, Ings, Shackle. What, who's the next name in that list? Uh, Charlie Austin? No, he never scored against us. Don't know. It's a Rovers player. Oh, sorry, right. Who's the last player to score against you? Um, and I'll give you... I'll give you Jordan, a, Jordan Rhodes. It was Jordan Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the... Where it hit him and it went in. Yeah, yeah. It's March 2014. Wow. 516 minutes. Right. Of football yep. played. It's a good list, that, isn't it? Yeah, we haven't scored for a while. You've not we? scored against us for, for yonks. I didn't even yonks. associate that, yeah, that we've not scored. It's a good list, that. <laughs> it's a nice, nice little list. 
good question. That was a good question. Yeah, I mean, I think um, th- th- I was thinking about this for a while, and you know, it's really it's disappointing when you're on this side of the rivalry and you're the team that's losing. However, that is what a rivalry is, if that makes sense. This is really sort of objectively looking at the rivalry now with my completely like I don't support one of the team's hats on. That if you didn't go through like the really hurtful moments of a derby, of a rivalry, then what is it? If you just went, say say if those names that you just ran out, yeah. you wiped all those goals off, we won the last nine games. So what's that, like 20 games in a row we had won? What is that for a rivalry? That is not, that's barely even a rivalry anymore, is it? It's boring. It's just one team winning over and over again. You need to have the yin and the yang. In 30, 40, 50 years, mm. there'll be two more losers like you and I. <laughs> Doing a podcast yes. about Burnley and Rovers, and it could be Hold on the a second. Entire... We'll only be in our seventies. Are we still doing it then? Well, I'm just saying we're not dead. I thought this was the last episode. Well, it grew out. No. Um, yeah, we've got it's... a very special episode coming up, by the way. Have we? After this, yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. You've got to take the rough with the smooth. Yes, exactly. And, <clears throat> and for all of the, you know, all of the anger or disappointment with Ashley Barnes's handball for example mm-hmm, yeah we've had that yeah yeah exactly. we've, we've had that this is what I thought we've had the years of, of, of not beating you um so you've had the years of injustice well yeah I've, I've got no sort of you've had sympathy. the five nils <laughs> you've had the separation you've had us at the top you guys and the third tier yeah it's mm. it's it's the drama mm. it's the ups and downs it's the narrative it's the dialogue of, of not just of the derby, but of, as football, mm. go and support Man City or, or something. Exactly, you, exactly. I mean, obviously, Man City have had their downs plenty, but in recent times, it would be much easier to go and support a team like that. Yeah, you know, you, you have to take the rough with the smooth. Exactly. And at the moment, Burnley are top dogs. Mm. That's that's how it is. Absolutely. And hopefully, from my perspective, it, it goes on another thirty-four <laughs> years, of course. But also, you know, I'm I'm not going to if if Burnley were. You know, in, in Clitheroe's league, in Nelson Cone's league, in mm. Darwin's league, I'd still support them. Yeah. If, if Burnley were playing, if, if Burnley were playing on Townley Park, and and Rovers were in the Champions League, yeah, doesn't make me any less of a Burnley fan. I can no. tell you that right now. Yeah. So, hey, all I'd say to Rovers fans is just imagine all the times, like even going up until I was until whenever you first won, or twenty fourteen or whatever it was, um. We, we, I'd never seen us lose to you, and we, you know, bat, we we won the league and all that sort of thing. So you almost have to suck it up and take your time being the underdog, because then it just won't it won't be as interesting. I know it sounds it sounds so, so weird. It's like if you ever live, you know, it's 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 like the comment. Okay, very philosophical now, but if your life was always perfect, you would never know, you know, real happiness, would you? Really, and on that, it, you, what you're saying is all all true and correct. Mm. But <laughs> if Rovers had won on Tuesday yes. night, it would not have indicated a, a changing a of the cha- guard. A changing of the guard. No, you're right. It definitely wouldn't. No, the two clubs are on very different trajectories at the moment. But actually, I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna st- I'm gonna disagree with you there. Not a changing Where, of the guard. Whereas when Ings scored the winner, yeah, that was a flip. That was a flip. Yep. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I don't know, 
Dolan would have scored a winner, for example, it would have been gutting. Mm. But it but would it, not have have uh, have changed the changed the, the 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 hashtag narrative. But what we probably could have done as supporters is really, uh, we would have dined out on that, and I know I would have. I would have been. I would have actually opened Twitter, uh, and, and done a tweet <laughs> because um, because to you know to sort of for you to fail in that big moment of you know winning the league at the rivals ground that sort of thing would have felt like good old Burnley sort of you know yeah that, that yeah and I've, 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 I've admitted that myself it. yeah 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 but the but, point still stands yeah. if we'd have lost on Tuesday would have still won yes. the league would have still we're still promoted yeah and we're still Rovers, not really Rovers have had their best season in years and yeah. they're not going to make the playoffs yeah. Compare, com- compare yeah. the two squads, compare the two managers, yeah. compare the two kits. Like they, you know, they're totally different. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Burnley are on an upward trajectory. Rovers are. Mm, it's hard to work out what we are, to be honest. Ex- well, yeah, yeah, I've got some <laughs> words to describe what you are, but we won't go there. Yeah. Well, that's uh, probably. Have we got anything else to do with the game? Burnley won the league at Ewood. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big thing. It will go yeah. down in history. That will, it'll be Burnley spoken won, about um, for a long time. Oh, hang on. No, we've missed. Um, Burnley won the league at Ewood. Oh yeah, yeah, you've got that. Um, um, anything else? Touch on the supporters. Let me just. I've got, hang on. No, no, no. Burnley won the league at Ewood. Okay. Yeah. Um, was there anything else about the game? The game saw Burnley win the league at Ewood. No. Yeah. No. It's, that's not what I'm thinking of. Mm. Um. Anyway, maybe, you know, uh, as this is sort of what we're going to do is uh, this is obviously the reaction pod. Um, and then we're going to do uh, a Q&A episode coming up. Where question and answer. Question and answer, which isn't going to be as time sensitive. It's just going to be about the El Lang Clasico, East Lancashire Derby as a whole. So you'll be able to dive into that whenever you like. Don't worry about listening to it. Or if you've got a friend who wants to get don't, into. What? Don't worry about listening to it. Uh, don't worry about what you just said. <laughs> honestly, do not bother. Don't worry about listening to it. <laughs> I mean, don't worry about listening to it immediately. This just gets me out of the be... house. Like, it's just something for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to it. <laughs> it's not going to be time sensitive. So if you've got a friend who you're telling him, you know, L class, you know, about the podcast, they can listen to that and it won't have dated, hopefully, um, because we're not going to play each other for a I think now we've either. got people discovering the pod recently. Yeah, we have. And they've gone back through old episodes and stuff. Yeah. It's still doing really well in the, in the charts and the stats. If we say so ourselves. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah I'm we, really chuffed with yeah, it. Yeah, because it's just a little little hobby project, yeah, isn't it, really? Yeah. The last to... episode outdid the, the couple before, so it's not And like we've said this off. a few times. It's, it's the sort of podcast no one wants. <laughs> no one asked for. Burnley fans don't want to listen to you. No. Rovers fans certainly don't want to listen to me. No, yeah. So, you know... It's like the mantra says, half of you... Will hate half of it. Exactly. So probably maybe now, just for the next five minutes, let's discuss the future. So let's go with what do we see the future being like for, for Burnley and what do we see the future being like for Rovers? I mean, how long have you got? So let's start with, obviously, we know the fate. At this moment, we are recording this. I should probably point this out because it is still possible. Yeah. We are recording this on Friday, uh, the 28th of April. Okay, so so just when it comes to the Rover stuff, just keep that in mind. But we don't need to worry about that for the Burnley stuff. So let's start with Burnley. Yeah. Next season, big season. It's going to be tricky because, you know, God knows what that Premier League is going to look like. You've got a couple of wounded animals in there as well who yeah. have done terribly this season in yeah. terms of the big sides. How are... Vincent Company's side gonna line up, or is it? It will be, mm-hmm. okay. I, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly sh- sure. 
I'm very excited at the prospect of it. I think it's going to be another interesting summer, mm. like the previous one. Yeah. Um, I imagine there's some transfers already lined up. Yeah. Because the scouting has been like chalk and cheese from the previous regime. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the Premier League has millions and millions and millions of pounds swilling about yeah. with some huge teams, as we all know. Mm. So it's going to be a massive challenge. It will be really interesting. I'm not going to go down my uh, Burnley's ownership model with the private equity thing and Alan Pace. Yeah. yeah, okay. But it will be interesting to see what sort of money does get spent on transfers because, as I've said, there will be a certain amount of money that does need to go back to investors. Of course. With the, I don't with have the, much to back rates. this up, but yeah. I get the impression from what I've read and heard that there are investors yeah. interested. Yeah. Or at least there was when we were in the Premier League last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were rumours that they came to the turf, we put in an insipid performance, <laughs> and they were like, nah, you're all right. Yeah. JJ Watt, are you aware of JJ Watt? Yeah, the Watt? NFL player. Yes, he's I massive, isn't he? Yeah. He's uh, he's interested. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sort of Burnley fan. He's, he's on the bandwagon. If you had any business acumen or knowledge to you, you wouldn't invest in a football team what? at all. <laughs> Especially not, you know, not expecting a return all, to all, all the All the signs are... are, are a sort of saying he's going to invest right. on some level. Yeah. On some level, he was on Jimmy Fallon's show, right, wearing a Burnley hat. Was he? Yeah, yeah. he's be, he's got the Burnley old, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the company the company manager's cap. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's wearing that all the time, all over Twitter and Instagram, right? And he's put on his Instagram story that you know pictures of him watching the game. Yeah, streaming the game from the. I'm US. just imagining. Anyway, so so I, we're just on that. I'm just imagining just an NFL superstar. You know, they yeah, used to playing. I know, it's at, surreal, isn't it? They used to playing at you know these yeah. big sort of bowl type stadiums. Unbelievable. Yeah. We've got we've got blooming air conditioning out yeah. for them and that sort of thing. And then it turns up at <laughs> Turf Moor. <laughs> I mean, I don't get me wrong. I am absolutely all for the old school stadiums. Viva the old school. But just the, the contrast. Oh, I know, I know. You know? So I don't know any facts and figures. But it would not surprise me at all yeah. if if there's some investment in the club. Mm-hmm. Um, company has been linked with Spurs and Chelsea. Yeah, he's not going to go to either of them. Can I just say uh, this was something I meant to touch on earlier? Uh, obviously, it's the viral clip that's gone round about him stopping um, oh. Josh Brownhill. Hashtag hashtag class from a Rovers fan. Yeah. It's very that, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, very, it is. It's very, but it was. Quite, you love to see it. Yeah, it was classy. quite classy. To be fair, I have got a lot of time for him. And we, me and my mates, we were sort of talking yesterday, and we were like, "Do any of us really hate Vincent Company?" We we're like, no. "He's impossible to <laughs> yeah, dislike." We we're like, "Nope, <laughs> no, nope, I don't either." No, he's so cool. Yeah, his his his. Uh, Sean Dyche was quite easy to dislike, but we would every single one of us would have had him as a manager just because of he because of how he galvanised everything and that sort of thing. We we love Dyche as well. But, yeah, been, but but he was he really was relatively lucky. like yeah, but you're like yeah, he's still an idiot though. But in but, terms, does company speak so well and yeah. he gets it and he's so clever. Yeah, and I think I've said before, I think he's going to go to the top. Do you he's... worry that this is exactly what I said to my mate yesterday? I said, do you worry that he's too clever? Sometimes I feel like football, uh, football managers. Sometimes a they overthink things, or b that the world of football almost gets frustrating. And as someone who's seen people who work in football, they are very, some of them aren't the greatest minds. And I don't just mean that in a superficial way, in terms of like just decision making and out for yourself sort of attitude and that sort of thing. I know I, what you're saying, but yeah. he's been in the game for so long. Yeah, he must be top, used to. And yeah. with his education, yeah, um, 
off the field. Yeah, but just it, if he had to compromise his sort of, you know, beliefs, mentality at all, maybe for owners or... Oh, whatever. no, definitely that. Yeah. Because he's, he... Again, I th- I'm not repeating myself, so apologies if I am, but he spoke about Patrick Vieira's dismissal at Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was quite critical of the regime there. Yeah. So I, I think it all has to align. And again, yeah. I have, I've definitely said this before. Yeah. Company wouldn't be at Burnley. Yeah. If, if there wasn't a good relationship between him and... Yeah. And the boardroom. Yeah. He's going to sign up to... It's a buzzword, but he's going to sign up to the project. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I never envisaged him going to Chelsea. There was a few oh, reasons, God, but I could never see him at they? Chelsea. They're an absolute shambles. Spurs, a bit more likely, yeah. but I, I don't think that's going to happen. No. So I think he will be with us. Again, yeah. who knows, really, but I think he will be with us, and I think it'll be a very exciting season. Right here, right now, on the buzz of promotion as champions, it's rich. It's easy for me to say this, but I don't think we'll go down. Okay. I'm, obviously, I'm a bit euphoric at the moment. It's so but hard I don't to... think we'll go down. I think... I think he he's almost sort of said if in I watched his interview for the Bristol City game the preview yeah he was asked about next season and he said he almost said I'll give priority to the to the players that are here if there's players in the squad currently who we believe can be in the Premier League then they will get priority over new signings he sort of said that I'm paraphrasing yeah. And I can see that because the players he's brought in have all been brought in with a view to taking that step up. Yeah. We've mentioned Alda Keel, 100%. Matson, yes. These are players who you can develop. Yeah. Def- Bayer. Well, or you can pitch to saying, make your loan suit signing permanent because you're you're going to start for a Premier League side. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. But he's, he's going to improve these players. These yeah. are all players who, if all goes well, we improve and we sell on. That's the business model. It's so hard to work out what newly promoted teams are going to do in the Premier League. They either get up there, can't hack it, and they just end up straight back down. You usually get that first season boom, but that's usually for freshly promoted sides like your Huddersfield, Sheffield United, and then they get the second season reality check where they go down. Forest, I mean, if they come down financially, you just got to think they're absolutely screwed, haven't you? With all those signings and all the wages and that sort in, of thing. In the same interview that I just referenced, yeah. company does mention that. Yeah. He says, in terms of planning for next season, you want to plan for all eventualities. Yeah. And that's what he says he did last summer. Yeah. So, Like, I thought Bournemouth would come straight back down this season. I just couldn't see how they would Bournemouth, put together things. Uh, Bournemouth are sort of... interesting because they've got billions in the yeah, bank as well. Exactly, so yeah. even though they've got a small stadium and they're small geographically, yeah. they've got loads of money, which is what you need to compete at Premier League level yeah, on a exactly, consistent yeah. level, really. Yeah. Do Burnley have that? No. Will we? Who knows? But, hey, it's exciting, it's intriguing. I think the whole this whole season has been an enormous reset. It's been a rebrand. Jay Rodriguez mentioned that in an interview recently. He said it, the rebrand of Burnley Football Club, mm. basically, and that's what it's been. Yeah. We're a fashionable club. Yeah. We are. We've got. A, it, they, they might sound like little things, but when you put them all together, the stadium looks brilliant now. Uh, you'll disagree, but it does. What, the, with all the LEDs round? Yeah, it looks like a modern Premier League stadium. Yeah, and there's more to do in that, of yeah. course. The training ground is is top notch. With a mothballed academy, which they've stopped funding. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that that'll always be resolved, and the the, the academy thing in terms of Rovers and Burnley it's an unfair comparison anyway because of the Walker money so yeah. so we will get there we will get there the academy is good we've got some good players coming through 
Yeah, the Academy thing, I've got quite strong views on because you don't build an Academy by starting it, getting Category 1 and then having to be demoted back down to Category 2 because you've not invested. You will never get a Category 1. It's possibly the only thing you've got over us on the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why I worry, though, because that's excess spending that they could have done. There's there's no profit sustainability rules around that. You can spend what you want on it. But they, they pulled the funding. So no, like, I, well, don't, I don't think it's as simple as that. I think it They're, was. No, I don't think they pulled the funding. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, would just, I, would, I would just assume that they would. There's, there's stuff would... to read about, yeah. which I will do. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll um, anyway. But yeah, you're right. Rovers have a better academy. They have a better academy than a lot of teams. Yeah. So you're still running a Premier League academy. Mm. So for all the grief that Rovers Well, it's all we've given, got to hang on that's to. What I'm, that's what I'm saying. But for all the grief... That Rovers have given, one bit given, of pride, given pride we for have. all the grief Rovers have given Venkies, yeah. Without, without. Oh, them, they've always funded it. Yeah, they, they've all, they've, they've been shoveling money into it. Yeah, it's an empty hole. Yeah. So, it's uh, yeah. So next season, I'm excited. I'm intrigued. As you said, it's, it's almost impossible to predict. Mm. But we're back. We're, we're back at the top table. And what's not to love at the moment about being a Burnley fan? Like the, the the last season has been extraordinary. Winning the league at Ewood, I'm, it's 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 you can't really if if you'd have asked a Burnley fan to make it up, I don't think, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they would have. No. So we're back there. We'll make some good signings. We'll refresh the squad. Um, hopefully, we have a as kit as good as the one we've had this season because yeah. it's just beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm excited. You can ask me for a prediction or something. Yeah, go on. Thirteenth. Okay. Yeah. Realistic. With I could, but then but I, I do could you think s- it's going to be a close close Premier League next season, or do you think it's going to be back to sort ah, of it depends kind who goes of normality? Down, it? Yeah. But there's always. I think of the teams coming up, with will Sheffield United not much to worry about. No. Com- yeah, from a Burnley no, perspective, no, 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 and the yeah. other teams coming up are not massive, but. It depends who comes down. Depends who we bring in. I could see us flirting with Europe. I I could. Wow. I could. You know mm-hmm. the sort of seasons, the seasons that Fulham have had and Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, you get the I one. I could see that. Yeah, happening. you get the one team. I could really of, see that yeah. happening. I th- I, yeah, it's exciting. What? How could you not be excited as a Burnley fan? Mm. How could you not be cock a hoop right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like we mentioned it before. Like, yeah, the form in the past couple of games hasn't been great. Before mm. the Rovers game, yeah, <laughs> but you just you laugh about it. like even really early on in the season when we were throwing points away, we were throwing leads away. This is genuine. I wasn't worried at all. Mm. I wasn't concerned. Yeah. You could see it all coming into into place. Yeah. You could see it all slotting. So it's been a huge adventure this season. Unfortunately, being as good as we are means you have to be promoted. And you yeah. have to play in the Premier League. Yeah. If we could have another season here. It's fun, isn't it, Championship? It's well fun. <laughs> it's well fun. It's a bit weird, but yeah, it's fun. Loads of derbies. Yeah. We're good in this league. We're good derby. You know, yeah. we're Not good in this really, league, but, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. nice to watch your team win. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be good to be back in the Premier League, obviously with the money and, and, and the financial uh, implications. That's all needed. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean... Let's bring it on. Just bring it on. I can't wait. So then, Burnley leave Rovers in our midst. (laughs) 
What come back? What sort of state? It was so much more fun. What sort of state <laughs> are we leaving you in? Um, really hard to tell. And I also feel like I'm a terrible person to ask because the last couple of seasons I've been so doom and gloom before they started. From you know, sort of uh, two seasons ago when I was working there, sat at my desk speaking to people in the club, and we were all there going, "Oh God, it's going to be a tough season." And then you end up with you know your Harvey Elliott's bringing you a bit of spark and, you know, on loan and Adam Armstrong banging in a God knows how many goals. And it's all gone okay in the end, not to where you'd really want it to in the playoffs, but it's gone all right. You sort of kind of got in the top half and that sort of thing under Mowbray. Beginning of this season, I was like, I'll take mid-table. I'll snap your hand off because first season for a while with a new manager, like you're saying how it was a bit of a fresh start for Burnley. Not quite as much for us, but, you know, still it's, it's a change. So sort of trying to work out how we would do was was quite tricky, really. And when, you know, he, he started, it was like, oh, we've changed the way we play. Oh, God, like, this is weird. I don't like this. Mm. Uh, even though it was quite nice football, you're a bit like, mm. um So now he's had a season and we seem to have got better through the season, kind of, um, in a way. We seem to understand what we're doing now more, I think, is the way to say it. Because we haven't got better because obviously we dropped down the league. But I think a lot of that was natural. Your Sheffield United actually pulling the finger out. You guys getting more consistent. Middlesbrough with the superior players. All the teams that have sort of better players, really, just sort of starting to, you know, um, actually start playing. And I look forward to next season. I think, oh, we won't have much money to spend. However, if David Rea gets a good move, we'll have some money from that. Um, obviously Brereton Diaz is going to go with that we get some wages do we get rid of Bradley Dack I think he's got has he got a season left after this I don't know Mowbray wants him at Sunderland they say but he might end up going up in the playoffs you don't know so we need a striker we need a few other positions really maybe another full back maybe a winger as well where did this money come from? I don't know. Um, but I think we need to prioritise signing prove, proven players. Maybe not trying to sign an, you know, an, a load of players, but just players who know the division. They don't have to be world beaters. They just have to have that big game kind of experience that's a bit more mature than what we've got. Because we've got some great young lads coming through, as we said, but who compliments them? Is there know? a sense that this season was an opportunity missed? No, I don't think so. I think if this had been still Tony Mowbray and the season had played out like this, I would have felt like it was. I think maybe I did feel like that was last season was a bit of an opportunity missed. Um, Where did you finish last season? I think it was eighth in the end, right, wasn't okay. it? Um, we just really fell away. Some silly results. We have had silly results this season. But it's hard to say this because um, I'm saying this as in we're sort of doom and gloom. We are recording this on Friday, 28th of April. We have Luton on Monday... The other games, between now and the end of the season, everyone's two games. Some people are, like, playing each other. Some people are playing, like, relegation scrappers. Everything like this. We, It's perfectly realistic we might get in the playoffs. I mean, it's, it's bonkers, but you actually look at the league. And I, After the Burnley game, I was like, that's definitely it. After the Preston game, I was like, that's it, we're not getting playoffs. <laughs> after the Burnley game, I was like, that's it, we're definitely not getting playoffs. Then I went and looked at the table. I was like, I don't know why I'm thinking that, because we're literally one point behind. It's the best part of a 10-team tussle. Yeah, Really? It is. There's still, there's still a lot of teams involved. That t- it's about five or six now. Yeah. And we are 
on the same point. I mean, we we literally one point behind the uh, fifth and sixth. So it's 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 like it could be it could be anyone's. And we play Millwall the last game of the season away. So you don't know. But but so to preempt all that. Um, I don't think we'll do it. I think we'll finish eighth where we are. But also, I don't think we get past the semis in the playoffs. So let's let's talk about next season as if we are in the championship. Um, JDT looks like he's going to stay because he's not got any other offers anyway. So it, it is just going to be interesting whether Adam Wharton pushes on, whether he stays because we've said he's so good. And it's just about adding some proven players, I think. And then who knows? But potentially, we could have some massive teams coming down. Everton... You could have a lead come down. You don't know. Looks like Southampton a toast. You know, so there could be some huge, huge teams coming down. And how will they fare? And then you look at some of the massive underachievers this season: Norwich, Watford. You know, and chances are one of the people who doesn't go up. And even the teams coming up. Yes, there's some big teams coming up as well. League One's mental. So yeah. From, again, from a Burnley perspective, it's, it's quite possibly a good time for us to go up. Probably. But the team's coming down, yeah. the team's coming up, the, the the teams like Norwich and Watford still got parachute payments, all that stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have got lost in the mire like Stoke did. And Stoke have, just been, Stoke have just been floundering yeah. for ages now. Yeah, so so it's going to be really interesting. That League One, by the way, is just mental. Yeah. I'm so glad we were in it when we were, when our biggest competition was Wigan and Shrewsbury. Because <laughs> now it's like Plymouth have been long overdue, a Wednesday. second tier. I think Sheffield Wednesday. Ipswich have Bolton. been unbelievably strong. Bolton have got a feel-good atmosphere but going clubs, on. Yeah, yeah so uh, Derby. Ah, crazy, isn't it? So yeah, you're right. The ones who come up because Plymouth will be wanting to really, you know, give it a good go and try and stay in there. So you know, I, I sort of start talking about that now, and I go again. I think my mentality going into next season will be just stay in the championship. And I honestly think that's all. We've got the sixth lowest wage budget in the league, and I imagine once is there a, is there a, is there a, a chance that you could finish lower half relegation battle I don't know next I'm season wishful thinking well, that's what, but is that but is that always it's always the, a chance is that always around the corner there's yeah. always one there's like you know your Cardiffs and Swansea's this season have proper flirted with it haven't they so, yeah but they're bigger clubs than you so like whoa so like you know cheap shot but next Swansea season, aren't but is there Cardiff, all, is there yeah. always a chance isn't there that it could be a terrible season it, there's it, always a chance of yeah, fingers crossed. I feel like though we are quite a sane club in this league like, it's so weird to say that, isn't it? But we are actually like, it's amazing, isn't it? How full circle it goes. But within the within the within the within the structure that you you can invest in a football club, and the the mess that everybody's finances are in, no matter what club you are, really, whether you're you know Man United, really, or whether you're you know in the Championship bottom half, we're relatively now evening out, which is mental to think. Actually, well, you say evening out. Rovers are. We're con- still two hundred and sixty million in debt to Venkies. Don't get me wrong. Rovers are continuing the habit of a lifetime and still have wealthy benefactors behind the scenes. Well, yeah, so, but there's only so, so much. The, 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 the situation does, never changes with Rovers, though. Everyone does, apart from you guys, a couple of others who have got this private equity model. Like I've said in a pre- I don't know what I'd prefer, but um, but but yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's always a chance it could be a bottom half. Um, relegation battle but we haven't done that since we um, got back promoted from League One we have gradually improved even with a new manager so you know but then equally do I think we're a shoe in for a playoff place absolutely not so uh, I, I'm going to go with next season maybe another mid-table it may be another mid-table it may be very similar to the last couple of seasons where we do flirt with the playoffs and we just ultimately don't have enough because I can't see us managing to put a squad together 
with what we've got now, with a couple of additions, that is still that confident team that's going to be up there all season and manage to maintain that many results? Because it's just such a hard league with loads of parachute payment teams coming down and that sort of thing. So, Because the, the classic example was that Hamadzovic. Sheffield United centre off. Yeah, we were well in for him. We were going to sign him. Sheffield United just came in and just offered him you know, more. There was nothing we could do about it. He was our number one signing that we wanted to make as right. well. And we lost him to Sheffield United. Scored the other day and now they're going up. So, you know, that's 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 just the reality of it for us, really. But but equally, like you say, it's quite a fun league. Am I disappointed it's in that? It's a great league. Am I disappointed in that? No. Um, I think we're exactly where we should be. Um, with, hopefully, in the future, the odd Premier League appearance. But, you know, that that's that's just the reality. And that's what you've got to sort of get used to, really. You know, I, I, I think us and Preston North End just seem to be in this, you know, constant cycle of... <laughs> mundane <laughs> championship seasons but I think even if you'd ask them I think they're probably happy with that as well so wow I'm really optimistic and I'm really aspirational there aren't no, I but... I mean for a Rovers fan you don't half speak some sense <laughs> you know any Rovers fan who says we're a shoo-in to, to remotely even be near the the, the automatic promotion places is just not thought about it enough I've been quite clear <laughs> I've been quite clear that I think you've had by Rovers standards a fantastic season if, if we can somehow so... fluke a it's annoying really because Adam Armstrong but if, if we could have had Adam Armstrong in, but then I'm piecing together all these decent players that we've had over the years and if that's not realistic is it if you could have had this player in that squad then you would have gone up and then if you'd had that of course you would because they're all your decent players from a five year period but that's not the reality we always have to let them go to bring in the new and that sort of thing so we need a striker though we, we need a striker they have to go all out to try and find a well, striker that, a striker that literally I'm only, I'm only saying between I, I don't know someone really Un, like you know, unambitious. Just between ten and fifteen goals, because and, and that Sam Gallagher gets about nearly ten a season, which isn't a great, ter- you know, great return. But you just need that next player to get ten to fifteen goals. That's well, that's the thing. Yeah, bringing it back to Tuesday night. Yeah, as good as Rovers were. Yeah, as a Burnley fan. Yeah, the 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 situation of the derby makes it a bit more tetchy. Yeah, but I was never really like, oh, they're going to score. Yeah. No, ne- not for one moment did I think. Ooh, this... It could fall to anyone. It could go. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Rhodes was a yeah. classic example. Well, well, you used to watch him, and you go, yeah. "You're not very good, are you?" But for some yes. God knows yes. reason, that you can just put the ball in the back yeah. of the net. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was petrifying. Yeah, from a Burnley point of view. Yeah, you were like, ah, oh, they've not been in the game, but Rhodes is going to nick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Tuesday night, nah. Yeah, and you knew that Burnley Burnley have those players. Yeah, so we, that's what we... it came down to. So if Rovers can get one or two of those kind of players in. Yeah. Like you said, you only need 10 goals or so. Yeah. Really? And that, yeah, would, exactly. that, and that would improve you. Yeah. They don't even need to have particularly any... They don't have to be lightning quick. They don't need to be a big lump or anything like that. They just We just need that player who's just... No, you do need good. a big lump. Well... To replace Barrett and Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> God, to be honest, anyone could have replaced Barrett and, and Diaz. And Dak, two big lumps leaving. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it'd be, uh, it'd be interesting. And no doubt, I'll, I'll look at my phone on a Saturday afternoon and you'll be there going how's it what's it like down there we've just grinded out a 1-0 win against United at Old Trafford or something and I'll be like yeah well I'm just on the way back from Plymouth after losing 3-0 <laughs> <laughs> I'll be texting you Adam Wharton's looking great in our midfield <laughs> <laughs> never over my dead body I would honestly I would I would just I think I'd be done with football if that ever hey, happened imagine We'll do you a swap. Barnes is leaving. 
he'd be the perfect player for us. He really would, wouldn't he's, he? I've said it, he would be. Yeah. Those kind of players. Yeah. I wonder where he'll end up. He will, he will, I still think a championship team will take a punt, but he's not going to get his money. He, he'll have to, you know, he'll have to uh, lower his expectations with wage. But We've spoken so much about Barnes on this podcast, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. But he is the latest in the player that personifies the derby, really. And this this is era, Barnes. yeah. This is the Barnes era. We had the sort of the Dunn era, didn't we? And then sort of before that, you had people, I guess... McAteer, Janssen, you know that... Maybe the Janssen, yeah. He was, the, he was, the, he was probably the... Uh, although you know there was no bite there, he was probably like the example of this is how much sort of better we are than you and, at that. And point, on the other really. side of that, Kevin Ball. Kevin Ball. So it was that <laughs> yeah. sort of juxtaposition, wasn't it? Was, it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, that's that's the thing. For and years, then... the only thing we had over you was Kevin Ball's tackle on Dunn. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all we had, and, we... and that's what Tyrese Dolan should have done. That flip over. <laughs> that's what he should have done. Ah, uh, but anyway, yeah. So so next season, um, yeah, well. Enjoy it. Whatever. We might be we might be here with more episodes. We might be, yeah, as yet undecided. But we, we might, yeah, you know, we might. Try We've enjoyed and, uh, it. It's gone, it's gone really well, and and we've got some nice feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Thanks, thanks for listening and subscribing and hitting a like. That's what people say, isn't it? Yeah. Do follow and give us a review if you've listened all to a couple that. of episodes. You know, quite got round to the review. Please do that. That'd yeah. be really nice. We we read it all. Yeah, and I hope. I mean, I've certainly put my barriers down a little bit and yeah. learnt a little bit about Rovers. Ugh. You know, like it's been it's been an experience. No, and I have with with Burnley as well because I would classify myself as one of those really, you know, take it a bit too seriously sometimes. I sit there and I think you shouldn't hate something this much. Um and it's it's been nice to sort of say you don't, you're fine. You can get on with Burnley fans and in a way you do kind of need them. I did notice though. Mm. We didn't message each other, did we, really, on Tuesday? We didn't, really. I know. It was like an unspoken thing. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? It was like, let's just, let's just, you know, I, I appreciate that, actually. You've learnt now um, to sort of think, <laughs> just give him his moment, give him his time. Particularly after, and we meant to speak about this on the other pod, and this is where we've got to. So, <laughs> so during the, what game was it? The Huddersfield game. We went 2-0 down, and obviously... Mike we... told me off. <laughs> Can we just put it out there? Mike told... He slapped me on the wrist. Mike told me off. We I'm were gr- losing. We're grown men. And I got, I got told off by someone I do a podcast with. We went 2-0 down. As equals, it was a, it was by the a, way. It was a catastrophe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Pickles decided to tweet from the El Lan Classical account. Not his own account. The El Lan Classical account going, fire that... Podcast up, Mikey boy. <laughs> I was like, anyway, I was two 0 down. I was watching the game in the pub. I was was not entertained. I was giddy. One of my friends did comment. He goes, "Is this now a Burnley podcast?" To which I was like, "Right, <laughs> that's me. It's getting deleted." <laughs> which I did feel bad at the end because we obviously came back and equalised two all. But te- also, I was like, I shouldn't be dictating you who can tweet me what. And you were like, "You're better than that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I'm a, I don't know if I am. Yeah. It was the I don't old. Know if I am. Yeah, and I also, you know, with the whole um, one big family thing, I, I, I sort of <laughs> let myself down there, really, haven't I? My, <laughs> during the before the game, during and after the game, my girlfriend was like, "Have you heard from Mike?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No." So I text him. I should point out, so <laughs> match days before the game, I am quite busy um, playing all the greatest indie landfill for the bucket hat Whereas wearing I'm, I'm never busy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it's been fun. Uh, it's not over yet. We've got another episode coming up. Oh yeah, 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 well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not over as, as, as until the, the 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 fat 
No, I, I mean, I'd like to, if we do more episodes, it would be mainly be me sort of rubbernecking the championship. <laughs> seeing, seeing what's going on down there. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Well, you never know. You might be stuck to the bottom of the table. If Rovers fans, we can but hope. I always do remember, was it Derby County with 11 points, was it? Something like that. Um, it's the record ever lowest points tally. We won't be, we yeah. won't be. Not, no, I don't think anyone will ever get to that, I don't think. It's just a different league now. But, um... But yeah, um, we we will we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, I, I mean we've already spoken about maybe other projects and stuff, spreading our wings. Yeah. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Mm. But um, yeah, uh, so Q and A episode coming up in a little bit, probably about a week's time. Do have a listen to that. It's going to be uh, a load of questions that you've asked us, that you've sent in. Maybe trying to definitively answer who is the best player to ever play in the Alain Classico what is the best goal oh, down yeah. to some really ridiculous ones hopefully that that um, maybe you've never thought of and you never needed to know right. yeah. well uh, congratulations you've done wow. the league double wow yeah you, you... I wasn't expecting a congratulations no 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 this really mean, wasn't we're, 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 we're big enough now we're, we're, we're adult enough to you know like we say we've broken down some barriers you've just got to say well done when it's deserved. I'm going to paraphrase Vincent Company just to end. Okay. He said something recently, which I thought was really apt for this podcast. He said, yeah, you can win promotion. You can win the league. But you can also win your derby games. Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly Socrates, is it? Ah, come on. <laughs> 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 You've been listening to El Lang Classico podcast. Thirsty for more? Of course you are. Follow us on Insta, Twitter, and the rest via at Lang Classico or visit langclassico.com. Tarcock. Mm-hmm.